listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm the mother flipping rhinoceros. My beasts are fat and the birds are on my back and I'm horny. I'm horny. If you choose to proceed, you will indeed concede because I'll hit you with the flow of my wild rhino stampede. I'm not just wild. I'm trained, domesticated. I was raised by a rapper and rhino that dated and subsequently procreated. That's how it goes. Here's the hip-hop hippopotamus, the hip-hop hippo. They call me the hip-hop hippopotamus. My lyrics are bottomless. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Saturday morning, and all three Flight of the uh, Concord fans get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of y'all just think I'm crazy. Um, of course, feedback shows where we read all the opinions that you guys had over the shit that we had, um, and we talk about it because you guys are uh, awesome, and we want you to know it every week. Um, you can do stuff like leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff uh we appreciate everybody that takes time out to do that um we read them if we like them if we don't we don't so that's a fairly simple transaction mm-hmm. uh you can also do things like um go to our store on cafe press uh, go to the blackoutos.com look at the right hand side there's a whole store up in that piece you know click on that uh people are buying stuff just made a hoodie a safe zip up hoodie because mm-hmm. you can request things so if you guys have like requests for things you like to see in the store let us let know. us know you know because uh we we make a dollar off of each sale okay guys that's the skinny uh but we uh we don't mind and we appreciate being able to make that dollar so thanks y'all yes and uh something new we just added we just added oh still i'm starting to go ahead <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry nah, it's too late go ahead i'm sorry just like, just like he's stealing danny's jokes go ahead <laughs> now i'm offended nope Mm-mm. go ahead um we made a facebook group so you guys can go on facebook now join the blackout tips group um the reason we made that group is because uh the pages on facebook have really um oh, been yeah they're trying to monetize the pages right which i can't blame them no but because of that they really have taken all of the ability to go viral out of the pages right all the ability for our fans to really chat together and to get together out of the pages and interact and we see those numbers even if you don't so we get to see like man we posted this episode and it used to get a thousand views now it's getting 48 mm-hmm. and it's because they took the pages out of your feeds and all this stuff and the only way for us to get it back in there we have to pay to promote post every time we go on Facebook, which every is bullshit. Every single time. So we, and obviously we're not going to do that because that's extremely expensive. So we're just like, okay, that's done basically. Um, we don't mind people being on the page. We still check our messages there. We still get comments there. We right. don't mind that stuff. Mm-mm. We check, we definitely respond to everything. But the problem is, where our fans need to go to to like have a place so they can hook up and talk and And have a good time and discuss subjects from the podcast discuss topics and articles and things like that well that's a good place uh for people you know it's more interaction you know even with our website the interaction is mostly like here's a comment i would like you guys to see and read right there you guys can have talks amongst yourselves as fans it's not a lot of work for us uh Mm -hmm. as of yet 
the group is closed so you do need to ask to join because we don't want certain trolls and shit getting in right we want um, people to have a safe place where they can right. come have a good time and y'all know we're very positive so it's one of those things where we want people to come crack jokes be positive interact um it's like a safe place for our fans to you know to post stuff and share with each other without it's always one or two assholes that want to come in say some contrary say yeah. something you know about you, you liking the show or liking us or some shit like that we want you to have a safe space and you might not want your job to know right you know so we made it a closed group so that just your, you can join if, if you ask and we'll let you in it's not a big deal um but uh yeah, I think a lot of people like it. It's already got seventy something members or some shit. Or some some crazy amount. Like people are already joining up like right away. Like every time I go in there it's like approve these people. So it's good. I paid for an advertisement on our Facebook page to tell people to join the group. So if you see it in your feed on Facebook, that's what it is. It's not telling you to join the Facebook page, it's telling you mm-hmm. to join the group. Right. Um and like I said, it'll be mostly fans interacting with fans, which I think is a good thing and i think you guys will get and like um really haven't had an ability for our fans to like have a spot to interact um yeah, and i can always ready tell the difference people are like posting stuff posting pics posting memes like people are like they're really having a good time because like i said me and roger can you know monitor and see stuff even if y'all don't see us so you can see people interacting I, and, and in fact it allows us to kind of interact with you more because like i said we constantly get a uh uh, input of what you guys post so I've, I've really been enjoying people posting stuff and just interacting with each other and having a good time and that's the type of environment that we want to create yeah and a big shout out to uh our girl nina perez right because if it wasn't for the project fandom group i it would have never crossed my mind to really have a group or no what the difference is between a group and a page i was like well we got a page why do we need a group but you know the group is more organic which is what our podcast is all about we like organic growth we don't like forcing shit we don't like harassing people in the shit and mm-hmm. you know if fans want to like come in there and, and have a good time and join and interact with each other we just ask that you guys be respectful to one another right and uh don't violate whatever the facebook rules is i don't want to see anybody like posting porn or shit in there that oh, no is not supposed to happen or you know like just keep it um uh, you know keep it uh you know a bill able to pass the rules of facebook and we'll we'll keep enjoying that space and people are saying like i asked the page like do you guys think we should create a facebook pa- a facebook group and i like had other shit to do i came back we had 56 comments on that thread wow people had a lot to say didn't they yeah some people said no but most people said yes and and most people the people that said no were only concerned that it would be a lot of work for us and i was okay. like yeah if that's the case don't worry about it It won't be any work for us really because we're not planning on really curating that shit we're just gonna let you guys have fun and right because that's that's kind of what it's about and like you was talking about nita yeah because uh when i joined at first i was kind of what people call a lurker i would just look around Mm -hmm. and you would constantly see people posting stuff people interacting people putting their own personal polls in there and i was like oh this is cool so then you know they happen to talk about some shit uh i like everything but they haven't talked about the one thing that i motherfucking hate M like Shamalamalamalam, that dude, one of his movies, he did the uh, last Airbender, which was some fuck shit. So I said that was the worst movie I ever seen. And uh, then I was like, okay, it ain't that bad. So I'm now interacting more, you know, posting memes and things like that. And 
uh it's been uh, a lot of fun like you said it showed me that the groups like that matter because it's a group for, it's like it's a safe space for people and they know they're not going to be clowned they know they're not going to be joked it's a place where people want to be and on facebook all jokes aside that matters because it's a place where you can go to this kind of separate from your actual like normal feed where like you say you're dealing with family members friends you might not want people to know right. and you always have people that all like i said never fails no matter what the topic is i hate this i don't like this why you like this this is childish or whatever it may be you just want to go to a runaway from 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 um just the world sometimes have a happy place to be and that's what we want to create with this page and there's going to be so much sex going on in there guys. okay <laughs> i'm looking at our people that are asking to join and let me tell you something these are some sexy motherfuckers all right <laughs> i know that some of y'all are gonna end up getting married and getting in relationships off of this page and uh, i don't blame you you know i don't blame any of you so good luck with that and uh you know we will make sure to approve y'all's requests and stuff so that y'all mm-hmm. can get in there and get the fucking Oh, all Lord. right <laughs> not on the page behind the scenes yeah obviously shoot you know. them dms yeah uh, private messages is gonna be crazy up in there um so anyway uh i guess first things first um we have to give all the credit uh to the people that actually took the time out to donate to the show because uh, without them wouldn't be no show Mm-mm. and because my computer's always freezing I'm gonna do it through my iPhone. <laughs> read <laughs> off the uh, read off the people that actually took the time out to donate. Yeah, keep donating, y'all, so we can upgrade. Yeah. Um, where's my um, where's my list of guests to race? Did I move it? Oh, there we go. Uh, so yeah, let's play some uh, some Kirk up in this piece. Take him away, Kirk. I dedicate this song. Recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. It's a new day, and I want to give all honor and glory to the white man. Uh-huh. For, making, for making PayPal so that we can have people donate. Ain't that show. the truth? Thank you, white man. Uh, Linwood C recurring donation thank you very much linwood oldest black name on the planet ain't it though uh gabriel gabriel l recurring donator thank you very much christopher t recurring donation thank you very much christopher we got a recurring donation from michael f thank you very much thank you we got a is this a one-time or recurring one-time donation from christopher b and he, I said, thank you, dog. He said, well, I wish I could do recurring. I said, hold up, player. You can go to the front page of theblackouttooth.com, and on the right-hand side, there is a recurring donation option. Mm-hmm. And he said, not only will I do that, I will do that today. And he started a recurring donation. Stand up, Christopher. I'll see you back there. Thank you, Everybody, sweetie. give him credit. Thank you very much. Go join the new members class. Christopher is now a recurring donator because God put that on his heart. Mm. <laughs> However, the spirit moves your people. Tavon S, recurring donator. Robert L, recurring donation. And that is it for this week. But we were blessed so much last week that I feel like, you know, this week we didn't even need a whole lot of people's names. Okay? So play me out, Kurt. The truth is. Hey. Like a 
saw some news coming out of san diego comic-con that uh the new green lantern movie is actually gonna be green lantern core which has all kinds of different green lanterns in it including one green lantern that everybody been asking for who was named jessica cruz Mm -hmm. who is a latino green lantern Mm, she in the comics who is in the comics Mm. which means that motherfucking michelle rodriguez dumb ass stupid ass when she said last year they need to write comics and then and then latino then black people can get into the comics that way why they always try to take white people stuff your dumb ass could have been in the movie right you could have played jessica cruz which would have been perfect for you i hope jessica alba get it rotten hell die in hell i hope the worst things in life happen to you and only you and all the people that you hang out with and all the people that you know yes i'm sorry about that yeah because that's what happens when people run their mouths and they don't really know what the, what everybody's planning they might have even had you on the list but you knocked yourself off the list mm-hmm. what a dumb ass why don't you just make your own movies stupid ass i don't know you ever heard of privilege systematic institutionalized racism you ever heard of that shit stupid right thank you so special and the thing is, man, I like her more than Jessica Alba. Think she's a better actress. Yeah, she probably be better in the role. I even like her look better. She got that like that nasty look, you know. But nope, <laughs> not the nasty look. You you not bay no more. Anyway, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. From still tipping on fofos to TBGWT by Hot Mal, it's Jamal, new listener for about two to three weeks. I love the podcast. Love the real convo. Love the fact y'all are married and doing the podcast together. Love the fact that y'all stay black and keep it real. I could go on all day. Y'all should do a live show in Houston, Texas. Amen. Amen. Amen, right. sweetie. Um, let's see. Uh, Forever a fan by that Mitch. That underscore Mitch. I don't quite remember how I found TBGWT, but I'm glad, sure glad I did. It was the best decision I made ever. So if you need a new podcast to listen to, I highly recommend this one to you all. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetie. They been tripping. Says stop playing five stars. This here is podcast gold. Thank you very much, Vay. Been tripping. Bruce in H Town says, "Following Rod on all platforms, five star. Rod, you called me out on 985 for my inappropriate reaction to your Twitter feed. I don't even know what 985 means, my brother. Probably episode. Oh, I'm manning up and letting you know I was wrong. You made me research some more Twitter features about mutant tags that I don't want to see anything about. Great series, and I'm still a follower and a donator. Well, thank you very much." thank you yeah this this reminds me forgot to review true detective this week and nobody said shit because true detective has been terrible oh, yeah yeah so karen don't know she ain't watching i, um, I was just assuming I, I don't know but everybody does say it's terrible uh and i will try to review it today on the podcast sanity check-in five stars lila wait 
Lelogos Demoy. Oh, Lelogos. Like, uh, oh no, that's actually different than Legolos. Anyway, Lelogos Demoy, who says, Confession. I'm a premium subscriber, nine months in, I think, and I have not yet listened to a single premium episode. There's so many hours of great listening with just the core content. Honestly, I pay just for that. These guys are the hardest working podcasters in the biz. TBGWT is my go-to listen between stressful meetings at work and bring to bring the blood pressure down and relaxing listening in the ease to digest the day's news and happenings. I always look forward to hearing Ryan Cairns' perspectives and appreciate the meticulous show research it shows. I usually agree, but always learn something new. I listen to every episode, even the feedback show. I may be an addict. I've lost count of how many people I recommended this podcast to. It's a perfect balance of light and serious with plenty of levity. Thank you, and keep it coming. Well, thank you. Thank we appreciate you. that. Yes, um, we do. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, the thing is, I know there's a lot of people who sign up for premium and we do put out a lot of content and maybe they don't get to it maybe they do you know when we eventually do take time off which we always do every year um there will be people who are like i don't have nothing to listen to and no it's like well should have been premium all right uh if you and then also there's times where other shows take a lot of time off you know mm-hmm. something happens and it's oh, i'm on vacation my son's out of school my you know a lot of people have a bunch of other priorities and shit that they put before their podcast which they probably should i mean they're not getting paid to do it necessarily right or uh, shows become defunct you know shows don't do episodes anymore well, so right. so now you need a little vacuum you got a little hole to fill boom you can go check out the premium shows if you're specialized i mean like i'm not trying to brag i really am not but like if there's a better sports show than balls these sports i'll eat my hat nigga <laughs> okay. now my hat is made of delicious cupcakes but that is not <laughs> the point the point the point is the show is great man like we did a show yesterday with just me and justin and i had so much fun like we were you know like we leave at eight o'clock nine o'clock you right know, even though we started at four thirty, and i mean did not even counting the pre-show show that we do and it was just so fucking good and i just kept thinking nobody out here touched sports the way we did this week oh no and we didn't even get to the fucking four game the reduction of the suspension for um dude that used to play for the panthers we just talked about shit like gabby going on Dwayne Wade's vacation right what kind of celibacy sex is russell wilson and sierra really having yeah dwight howard's eighth baby mama being mad that he wouldn't settle down with her shit like that is what (laughs) we talked about for three and a half hours because that's what the people want to know about that's what we want to talk about so i'm just saying we like the premium shows are worth it if you ever do get around to it but if you don't we just appreciate you supporting because i i you know i do the same thing i would never recommend anything to y'all that i don't do right i do the same thing with keith and the girl i can't always keep up with everything they put out and all the podcasts that i listen to in my spare time yeah. but i would but i would feel like not like i'm not doing enough for them as a fan if i didn't become a premium member when i did because i did it because i had faith in them and i wanted their show to succeed and i wanted them to be around right and i didn't want them to have to you know go back to work and i didn't want them to you know i wanted them to be able to focus on putting out the best quality podcast that they can every day and whatever it takes to make the keith and the girl brand bigger and better and Correct. i remember when i lost my job that was one of the things one of the one of the bills i looked at and was like should i just cut this shit off and mm-hmm. i didn't because i was like 
i'm gonna at some point people are gonna have to make that decision about us right and i don't want i want to be the kind of person that can go i was there and i did it so i hope people do it for me because that's how much i loved something right so that's you know that's the kind of uh appreciation that i think a lot of people have and like i said when we do take time off which we will have to at some point everybody needs a mental break and we've been going strong for a minute right we've um, been doing holidays and everything <laughs> like <fuck> yeah it. <laughs> like we've been doing shows on the fourth of july and shit like at some point we will get take a vacation we'll go somewhere get our minds refreshed and you know that'll be a good time for people that are like man i never really checked this out and you guys will go listen to lip smacking good and then you'll find out like wow this is a fucking great show or, it really is y'all you know medium talk and we like you know whatever not to mention there's other people that are up on everything like yeah there's you some know, people that do everything and the thing about it is that we give you so much variety and i understand for a lot of people they say well i don't know anything about this or i'm not this but i say at least give it a listen because the way we talk about it sometimes you ain't got no shit about what we're talking about sometimes it's just come on and enjoy the ride with us and we're taking more shows live so if you're a premium member and you're mm-hmm. on spreecast right. make sure you have your email option so they can email you because today we'll be doing two two movie reviews Reviews. that are live right tomorrow i'll uh, be reviewing um two um i'll be reviewing um uh at five o'clock um penny Penny dreadful last season with with a couple people that listen like it's gonna be fun man we're trying to keep this thing going to keep it fun Mm -hmm. and that's what the premium shit does you know enable us to do the best show we can right prop joe underscore says best podcast period five stars this podcast is hilarious passionate intelligent and dependable karen and rod are the great hosts and their show has the best segments they have the best guests that introduce you to other good podcasts as well you will enjoy it and the premium content is even better thank you very much prop joe underscore um and then we all oh yeah and if you're not in the u.s let us know on the itunes because we have to go in and look by country code and if you're from not of the united states uh including mexico and canada so if you're out if you're in mexico or canada let us know we'll go look up your review and we'll read it too we want to read all your five-star reviews guys all of them <coughs> that we like joey underscore rich underscore boss says five stars love this show on stitcher long time listener just wanted to say if it ain't broke don't fix it keep up the good work thank you it ain't broke and we ain't got to fix it nope and we shall keep up the good work we shall proceed to continue to rock the mic the struggle is real five stars um uh they leave us a review that says y'all give me life i've been listening to tbgwt for a couple of months now i stumbled across your podcast somewhat randomly and got hooked initially by dem thrones recaps ron and karen thanks for the last the loves and the t i really appreciate being uh reminded how vast and varied the black experience is at times y'all remind me of my extended family tbgwt is now part of my podcast weekly routine and i love it keep up the great work i'll be getting a membership very soon thank you the struggle is real and the struggle is real keep it on keep it on um (laughs) on the the website we had comments and stuff you know the blackoutist.com vote in the polls you can leave comments there it's a good way to get feedback let us know what you think about the episode and what we talked about uh episode 985 independence night which we called that because we did it independence 
night because uh during the day we was out eating hamburgers and chicken wings and shit mm-hmm. b-touch says hey rod and karen listening to this week's feedback show i forgot to ask on the comments for episode 981 if you've seen the director cut version of little shop of horrors with the original ending that was replaced for the final release version now nah, i haven't seen that one Mm-mm. i don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it but i'll just say that this alternate ending matches the ending of the stage musical version and the stakes and the outcome significantly different from the version everyone saw in 1986 mm. well how do i get my hands on that be touch that's true check out amazon i guess lenore 312 says hey rod hey karen i was listening to episode 984 and i was with you and karen about the people damn near gloating about respectability politics not saving the charleston nine fuck those people because their priorities are fucked up however you brought in the fact that a prominent blogger was calling out other bloggers for not talking about black issues that particular conversation was started from nerd about town a beauty blogger that received a stay in your lane don't talk about black shit email from a quote-unquote reader here's the link oh okay the plot thickens right okay see i didn't know that Mm-mm. yeah okay so she got an email that says stephanie i think this is very unprofessional for you as a blogger to give out the details of my private message on twitter message on twitter because i think they had a, a dm mm-hmm. like she 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 basically jumped in there people started going at her so then she like talked to her privately and then mm-hmm. she took those private posts and but she didn't I, I think when she posted them she didn't even tell who the person was the person basically came out was like why you put my private shit out in the public right as a white person i feel very uncomfortable talking about race and being generalized and being made to feel like a monster at all time all the time reading blogs and escape from me i don't expect social issues to, of that nature to end up on my feed you have lost a reader so then she basically said i refuse to be silent and you know said fuck it i don't give a fuck black lives do matter mm-hmm. yeah well if that's the case yeah i agree yeah, um she, like, yeah. i didn't even know that that was the full story if that's the full story um i agree yeah and sometimes uh when it comes i was listening to whiskey wine and moonshine it really made me think about this for the first time ever white people are really starting to see the conversations we have about them and it isn't what they fantasize or how they fantasize we always mm-hmm. should respond you know a lot of times a lot of white people think we're sitting off in the corner afraid of them or sitting off talk about how they the best and the greatest or trying to emulate them or trying to be like them talking about yes master no master mm-hmm. and shit like that you know being all hum- humble and bowing down and acting like they the, they the best thing on earth and with social media it's a platform where we're not in a working environment you're not motherfucking paying me see in the work seat i think the work environment fooled a lot of white folks to think that that's how black people always act but you paying me you paying me not to show my ass but on social media and all these other platforms that there's no financial contract so when you come at me crazy i can come at you just like we on the street and be like no nah, bitch you ain't gonna say nothing and they don't know how to respond to that so because they don't know how to respond to that everybody wants to cry and act like they're the victims when a lot of times they jump in shit and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about then they come in these realms and want to tell you how to be black and tell you how to behave based off their false preconceived notions of black folks based off their textbook definition of how black folks are versus the reality is that we are a very diverse group of people and we're not a monolith and we don't always bow down to everything the, the white person says to us that's just not realistic and a, lo- a lot of times they don't really that also for black people 
when shit happened we joke and poke and make comedy we, we 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 make fun of a lot of shit and a lot of times they don't really know how to handle our jokes and shit like that too and yeah she ran over there thinking she was gonna tell her how to monitor her blog and it's one of them things where you know these quote-unquote allies come over here well bitch you better be glad i'm ally bitch uh, why, why are you acting like your ally is a privilege like it's a privilege for me to be over here you ought to be just glad i care about your black ass and she was like oh bitch uh, i don't really care if you care about me if you really cared about me um you would respond differently other than getting mad and angry and acting like i would just be thankful that you bought your ass over here in the first place yeah and uh you're right I, like i was telling justin we had a conversation before the show yesterday and it'll be on the uh pre-game premium split off podcast where we talk about uh bullshit before we start the show <laughs> um and uh, i was like um you know what man this people now have privy to how racial discussions happen when they're not around for the first time ever right because of social media um and yeah some people don't like it and they can't handle it and i was like it's really not for black people to fix it's really for white people to fix um which is one of the reasons i don't begrudge tim wise i don't begrudge john stewart um neither these other motherfuckers sean king like any of these people like because at the end of the day i'm like i the other alternative is for you to stay silent or for you to keep putting up the same black people that people refuse to listen to right and nobody so cares about we do need white people that care about this shit they talk about this shit you know now if you don't feel that hearts are in the right place that's between you and them but i personally until proven otherwise feel a lot of those guys hearts are in the right place and they're helping more than they're hurting and i'm and i appreciate that shit right and you can't have it both ways you can't want them to not talk about them when they do talk about it. turn around and tell them to be silent at the same point yeah like I'm that's, re- that's counterproductive i'm reading this new comic book it's called strange fruit it just came out of issue one and it's basically like what if superman landed on the earth in the deep south during segregation times mm. and he was black wow so you know and it's just a start it's only up issue one now it's written by two white dudes from the south that wanted to like talk and examine race um in the south in a way that's not been explored in comic books yet right i've already seen like i read the issue i enjoyed it it's beautiful art all this shit i just thought the premise was awesome oh people can't wait to see where it goes i've already seen a blog that was like not only should they not have done this they shouldn't have released it on dwayne mcduffie's birthday Boy, people had a fucking fit yeah it's like it's already like we don't want white people talking about this shit at all and because they did an interview where they were like this is a story that i always wanted to tell uh it's like well now you're trying to make it all about you it's like the fuck did you want them to say there's right. no other way to say that sentence because if they say this is a story that we want to tell for black people then you're gonna be mad at that if you say this is a story that it's really about the black experience you're gonna go you're white how can you tell the black experience so you know and then meanwhile people worship the wire and which was you know a white dude like so Mm -hmm. you have to give the the people some space to grow and some space to actually tell the story before you're judging it in my opinion if this shit turns out to be a terrible idea with horrible execution and tone deaf blind racism throughout it then yeah of course i'll be like fuck them i i don't mind that but i'm reserving them the benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise like you know and like i said i enjoy episode one i'm glad i didn't see that blog until after i read it because you know that would have been some bullshit but like there so anyway to all that to say like 
there is a space for people talking about race whatever their platform is Mm -hmm. and there's always going to be pushback against it right and if that's what the whole discussion on twitter was about that day then i agree with uh the people that were like don't ever be afraid to talk about race i just think also from the other perspective you don't have to just because you're black ain't that the truth and i definitely want to communicate that um like i was talking about serena yesterday shout out to serena by the way she mm-hmm. um she she won that motherfucking uh wimbledon though right she wanted this morning and half the country hadn't even ate breakfast mm-hmm. yeah while you were still in bed curled up um i she wanted and i mean she wanted in two sets i was it was so it was so good i fell asleep on part of it cause she like i woke up for the part where she started fucking up her serve and then went back to sleep because i was like oh she got this oh yeah i i i I loved it uh serena uh had like it was a lot of people because on over here on the east coast uh it was very early so you know people's up at like the crack of dawn i was like serena serena i was like wait hold up no only on the west coast it was very early on the west coast early over here was like 9 30 10 o'clock it wasn't even that early well shit it was early for saturday uh and over here people was like waking up and i was seeing serena 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 i was like well, she must be playing and i looked i was like oh, okay that's what's going on and when i tell you she won my whole timeline part was partying at 11 a.m and what was the best part about it the best part about it is that a lot of twitter people were going to the people that were mad and taking their shit and reposting and posting like memes and mm-hmm. pics of Serena dancing mm-hmm. and, and they they were getting so mad they was like uh why people keep talking about me and they would like retweet that and be like you still mad <laughs> it was mm-hmm. hilarious uh yeah she won and she danced on him a little bit another serena slam nigga they laying the slam after her that's how nobody else doing it yes and she been winning since motherfucking 1999 she been winning she coming for you steffi graf right she won away dog the new york times wrote this article about her it was so fucked up i'm sure it'll be on fucking with black people at some point it was so fucked up and racist and sexist and shit and she went out there and whooped that girl's ass anyway I read an article about that girl yesterday. No, I don't remember her name. She's just another girl that Serena built, beat. But she was 20 years old and she was like, um, I'm not afraid of Serena. <laughs> and halfway through, I tweeted out that article. I said, you scared now? Cause she was whooping that ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, hey, good on the rest of the tennis world. 
uh for coming in and letting them dominate um back to the, the original point uh i just don't think because what i was saying about serena is this i don't think that anyone's job as a black person unless they take it upon the mantle and want to be should be to combat racism right so last night when i was talking about the new york times article which basically was saying serena is unattractive and white players can't beat her only because they don't want to do the work to change their bodies which would make them unattractive and that's not true yeah it's it's full of racism sexism misogyny right by some dude at the new york times who if i saw him getting off of like at the subway i would just booty bump him into the motherfucking train you know what i mean like right like punch him right in his gut you know like that it's such a sexist fucked up racist thing to say and people were getting caught up on the sexism of it and i was like no don't forget then this sexism is one thing and i get it and i understand this people think that that's bad and blah 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 i get it mm-hmm. but the racism, racism hidden in the sexism which is only a certain looking type of white woman can be attractive in order to fight on um, that battle with him he wants you to concede serena williams is not attractive right which i will never motherfucking concede like that is so ridiculous for the premise is on his face is so filled with racism and privilege and people were falling for like well isn't sexism a real issue here block nigga i'm not discussing it with you if you can't understand the intersectionality of stripping her of her sexual agency right you know when she's a woman that has been known to be like oh i'm gonna let you objectify these like she's not even on some like why are you guys objectifying me Mm-mm. she put on that red dress at the motherfucking espies nigga mm-hmm. you know she was like i'm going to kill them tonight i'm going to slay them tonight and every dude up in there was like god damn so yeah when she put on that cat suit come on man come on man so so like when she so so i'm actually not even gonna fight the sexism part of it on his face which is a dude that writes about sports or whatever he writes about defined the tournament basically by all these women are more attractive than serena and that's why they lose to her because she and he didn't even give any any props to her skill it was just her body is just so physically dominant right like she doesn't work and the older you get all jokes aside the harder you have to work at shit so you're not talking about you're talking about she was one of the oldest people to win a grand slam so she's older than every than, than than the people that she's beating and then she's dominating and then she's been doing this since 1999 and if her and her sister were in like beating each other for a few years she probably would have more grand slams than she actually has yeah and um she went to 20 year old kids ass today so come on um but but my point being um people were saying like well she's strong enough to take it and she's just laughing and making these white people so mad that she loves it and i was like you know what though i know you think you're helping that's not what i'm even talking about right that actually is not what i want to hear in a a real in a good in a perfect world i just want serena to concentrate on playing tennis and whooping people's ass and having fun right like not because it's just like the thing that will racially advance us or some sort of revolution or to prove white people wrong no but just because she that's what she was born to do is kick people's ass at tennis outside of this 
racial part of it where she needs to be like some racial leader or like fight racism with tennis balls like it's so ridiculous that that's how we have to view everything black people do like right nobody else you don't just have a that yeah you don't just have a good podcast that you are fighting against the racism of blah 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 the blue like or i'm just doing the best podcast i can do right as a black person and i don't think about what this means to white people in podcasting and what this means to the white audience and what this means i'm just thinking about me and myself that's true autonomy that's true equality when you can just go out and be excellent at something and not have to only think about it through the prism of race because it's being forced upon you and that's why i was pissed at that article because at the end of the day you're just a racist sexist motherfucker that is just throwing that shit on the serena when all she's doing is going out and kicking your favorite's ass 17 out of 19 times right but it's a rival get out of here right what rivalry you know with somebody only won two out of like two out of 19 yes it's not a rivalry dog even the sith won more than two out of 19 times versus the jedi come on anyway all that to say i am still for the premise of if you have our beauty blogger and you don't want to talk about this shit you shouldn't have to right that being said no one should be able to stop you from talking about it if you do right so what i had an issue with in the rant that i saw on twitter was it crossed the line from don't be scared to talk out about these things to if you're not talking out about these things it's because you're scared and i was like i can't agree with that right you know what i'm saying so lenore i you know i i do concede the point that nerd about town any of these people that want to talk about i love it and i'm glad they do and i hope it's from i love that it's it's from a genuine place but at the same time i don't want to just be like you black talk about black lives matter because not everybody needs to wants to or should have to speak up on that shit right and uh back to some of the things you were saying about serena and how you were saying people were saying that you know she goes out there she dance she makes people mad i think i personally think a lot of people do that as a defense mechanism to deal with racism of course they do like i said i didn't get mad at those people i know they think they're helping right they think they're helping me by saying how strong and independent and black she is and and i said but why do our women always have to be strong and independent and black why is that everything about their lives got to be about this burden that they got to carry correct and this racism they got to face like why can't we fight for a world where uh, we get this racist motherfucker art uh, author and new york times publication up out of the paint that's what i want to do like let's talk shit to them and tell them your piece of shit racist article should have never been printed and this guy should not be writing about sports that's what i want to do because she shouldn't even have to think about that shit nope you know it's it, like it's just i know she can take it because she's been kicking people's ass for 20 years mm-hmm. that's not a question <laughs> right you know what i mean like i know she can take it the question is should she have to take it and she should not you know there's a lot of shit that people can take like you know women are strong as fuck when it comes to certain shit like we think about the way society is geared towards and against women like some of the shit they have to deal with and then you're like well yeah of course a woman can take the idea of what you know misogyny and sexism question is are as a society are we supposed to be like well since you can take it eh, 
right no right. harm no foul right and not try to fix it correct it or change it yeah so fuck that shit man i i'm i'm still pissed about that that article man i'm, I'm gonna be pissed about it for a long time because you know i one i don't concede that she's not beautiful as fuck right you know what i mean that's number one right. i will i will never concede that and then number two um it's not that those girls won't change their bodies to do serena's kicking their ass it don't matter what they change what they and and there's no i'm sorry we're getting on the serena tangent y'all sorry but there's there's no bigger validation of the white beauty aesthetic and privilege and how we placate it Mm -hmm. than the fact that fucking maria sharapova makes more money than serena uh williams right nigga in what world that would be like if we lived in a world where it's like um yeah lebron james the best player in the nba but when you add up endorsements and all this shit dirt nowitzki makes all the money we would be like that's racist as fuck that is only racism that can make a world like that exist that's what maria sharapova is to me she is just proof that racism exists mm-hmm. that the white gaze and the white male gaze is more important to advertisers sponsors and fans of course than anything else because i wasn't at the fucking meeting when we decided that that skinny ass motherfucker was the, the 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 skinny tall blonde was the fucking default setting for attractiveness i didn't decide that <laughs> me either so you know you can say whatever the fuck you want to and i know there's a lot of black dudes that worship at that fucking throne and all that shit i'm not one of them so when you write an article with this idea of she serena williams isn't attractive while you're living on a globe where white people are not the majority of motherfucking people who get to make that opinion right where tennis is supposed to be a global sport i'm not conceding the shit so i'm already pissed at the premise of your fucking article let alone the insult because you really just want to change the topic and not talk about these motherfucking ass whoopings that girls are taking left and right that's what they don't want to talk about because it's one of those things where it's like what about black on black crime you don't want to talk about her wins you don't want to talk about her being dominant you don't want to talk about her beating everybody so to divert the conversation from that you talk about other shit but i guarantee you if some of these other chicks was winning you would constantly praise them constantly talk about how they're the best thing ever constantly constantly talk about how they're going to be the best of their lifetime i guarantee you if any of these chicks would have came from poverty and then and then came to do the things that serena would have done it had been a motherfucking movie made by her and her sister by now you know all kinds of shit like that you know we'd have had three four movies by now about about the struggle from wherever the fuck to till now and and people were saying shit to me like well you know in 20 years they'll remember serena's accomplishments but they won't remember uh that they won't remember who was the most attractive white woman i was like you're a goddamn lie ain't that the truth people always remember what they jacked off to like it's a problem it's okay to admit there's a fucking problem and no amount of black excellence is gonna cover up for this fucking racism ain't that the truth it's okay guys it's okay to be pissed about it but like you said they might have been trying to protect their own right point of view and Mm -hmm. like so that they can make the world seem just in their minds i'm like the world ain't just and the the fucking more she whoops these people ass the stronger the vitriol from these articles Uh to even it to even imply one that she ain't attractive two to even imply that these motherfuckers aren't doing everything they can to be her like like they get to a certain point and like i'll i try to beat her but i won't do that fuck 
you right she would kick they ass they could do peds and she would kick they ass right and they not good as her that's the, that's that's the bottom line on it and it's also just one of those things too and we've talked about this before and i guess something that really frustrates me as being a black woman you know is when people don't want to give a lot of black women credit for what they do or when they want to downplay their accomplishments or downplay the struggles and the things that they've uh been through they'll start using adjectives which don't have, have a motherfucking thing to do with the thing they're strong you know they're independent yeah. but you know what other women and other groups are strong and independent too but when you talk about them you actually talk about their accomplishments what they've done their worth their work you don't use these other adjectives which don't have a motherfucking thing to do with their accomplishments and also those same words that you use for when it comes to black women you you a lot of people use them as a way of being insulting and stripping them of their femininity yeah i'm like i'm fuck it we own it we own it we just we own it y'all sorry the guy's name is ben rothenberg that wrote the article it's called tennis's top women balance body image with ambition so already he's basically saying like well they could be her but they just don't want to be as good at tennis as she is ugly that's really what it is right. anybody that didn't even catch that part of it you caught the block last night a couple people was like well i mean it didn't call her ugly in the article a block the fuck out of my face right you too stupid to read subtext it's right there in the goddamn premise what an idiot anyway while most celebrities go incognito behind a hat and sunglasses serena used a different tactic to blend into a crowd long sleeves during her appearance on home shopping network for her clothing line williams said that one particular long sleeve garment would help her go unnoticed in public my arms are really fit but i wanted to cover them because when i do people don't recognize me as much she said williams who will be vying for women's title against gabrine margaret who cares what her name is another loser on saturday right has large biceps and mold breaking muscular frame which packs the power and athleticism that have dominated women's tennis for years her rivals could try to emulate her physique but most of them choose not to they choose not to guys to get stronger to get better to get faster like right. that's the whole point of competition right right they okay choose. so but but the point is you get to say well it's not that whiteness isn't the most dominant it's that they choose to lose so that they can look better okay guys who the fuck does that yeah right they don't want the thing they the, people pay you to fucking be an athlete no not to mention it's feminist icons serena and venus are the reason that there's pay equality at the motherfucking wimbledon right right but but, but okay okay right they, they, i'm sure they don't give any of that fucking money back okay anyway. right they pay the men and the women the same now right but it hadn't always been like that women made a fraction same thing with soccer right. and other sports you make a fraction of the money even though you're doing the same motherfucking thing despite williams success a victory saturday would give her 21 grand slam singles titles and her fourth in a row body images uh issues um, uh among fitness female tennis players persist compelling many players to avoid bulking up yeah that's what it is they just don't want to rate they don't want to gain the weight guys that's what it really is they don't want to lift those weights yep that's that's the truth it's not that they aren't as good as her it's not that you know these are their peak athletic bodies that have been able to win tournaments for other people at other times in life right and serena's just a better physical specimen better mental uh specimen better tactician on that motherfucking court it couldn't be that Mm -mm. 
it's just her body her body is winning the matches but her brain eh, well white people had a smarter brain staring obviously yeah and if this is the other way around you wouldn't have gave a fuck if they was beating serena and and, and, and she wasn't dominating you wouldn't even wrote this goddamn article it is our decision to keep her as the smaller player in the top 10 said Thomas Wiskarowski, the coach for Angelska Radwanska, who is listed as five feet eight, 123 pounds. Cause first of all, she's a woman. She wants to be a woman. See what I'm saying? That right there is shade. Right. So. Oh, so Serena ain't a woman. Right. She don't want to be a woman. Right. Because you black and you dominate and you strong, quote unquote, strong right. woman. Your body type doesn't fit the archetype of white beauty aesthetics the skinny slim tall uh you know curveless figure and you're not obviously you're you're not a woman then right that's the only way to be a woman is to look like a white girl and you're not aiming you're not having surgery you're not altering your body you're not doing any of that shit to make yourself look more european right has anyone told the kardashians they're not women yet all the shit they keep doing in their body so they can look half as good as serena come on now Red Waska, who struggled this year before a run to Wimbledon semifinals, said that any gain in muscle could hurt her trademark speed and finesse. Well, let me see. Hmm. Your trademark speed and finesse, those would be the skills that make you beat other players that apparently Serena has more than you. So you're not not bulking up because you don't think it'll improve your play. I mean, you're not not bulking up because you you know it'll improve your play, but you don't want to look a certain way you're saying i would not have the speed and finesse at a higher weight than i have now it would actually which slow her down means right? you would be less competitive at a bigger weight it's not about fitting into a fucking dress no it's not this is the best she has and her best is not quite good enough Mm-mm. that's all it is right it's like being like well you know it's just larry bird was tired of hitting threes fuck out of here man they have body classes for a reason you know in boxing they have weight classes and you go up you get slow you get slugs you go you go down you might not be the thing too it's like for her height and weight this fits perfectly for her maximum speed which has nothing to do with serena all the millions of dollars they invest into these careers come on now you telling me nobody's thought well why don't we just bulk up like serena they said we can't like are you fucking crazy you will never be able to do what she does get out here with your racket take this l or hope she has an off day right that's what you gotta wait on serena the only time serena's in danger today was when she was fucking up her serve herself that's the only time where it was like oh she might lose and then she was like oh let me just stop and then whoop that girl's ass i'm sorry that's how it happened uh but yeah it's you know for many perceived ideal feminine body type can seem at odds with the best physique for tennis success andrea petkovic a german ranked 14th says she particularly loathed seeing pictures of herself hit two-handed backhands when her arm muscles appeared to be the most bulging i just feel unfeminine she said i don't know it's probably that i'm self-conscious about what people might say it's stupid but it's insecurities that every woman has i think i definitely have them and i'm not ashamed to admit it i would love to be a confident player that is proud of her body women when we grow up we've been judged more our physicality is judged more and it makes us self-conscious so if that's the case if that's if you want to concede that which i don't but if you want to concede that that is the premise for why she won't become a better uh, tennis player and you know make her body stronger 
then shouldn't we be celebrating serena as a hero in this motherfucking article right not the not the 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 person that took it too far shouldn't we be going wow she doesn't give a fuck what y'all think she just wants to be the best tennis player she can be no somehow we need to talk about these poor white girls all these quotes from these motherfucking white girls about how they losers fuck you dog fuck you for writing this shit Pekovic said people who meet her in person often remark that she is smaller and she, than she looks in photographs on television. People say, oh, you're so skinny. I always thought you were huge, she says, and then I feel like there are 80 million people in Germany who think I'm a bodybuilder. Then when they see me in person, they think I'm okay. Williams, 33, who has appeared on the cover of Vogue, is regarded as a symbol of beauty by many women. But she also has been gawked at and mocked throughout her career. And she said, instead she's growing confident and securing her build was a long process i don't touch a weight because i'm already super fit and super cut and if i even look at weights i get bigger for years i've only done therabands and things like that because that's kind of how i felt but then i realized you really have to learn to accept who you are and love who you are i'm really happy with my body type i'm really proud of it obviously it works for me i talk about it all the time how it was uncomfortable for somebody like me to be in my body so we're talking about her self-acceptance and you know obviously she's talking about the gaze of most white people right if you read that phrase that's what they're saying it's not about because like i said there's a huge constituent of women and men who are like oh she finds all the fucks the end of the conversation even white people but yeah Right. right these insecure motherfuckers sitting around like i don't think i can handle all that and writing these articles anyway i'm not finishing this shit um but back to the point that lenore was making yeah you get a hundred right and back to the point lenore was making i don't think serena williams should have to combat racism because she has a platform and as a tennis player correct i feel the same way about the beauty bloggers if you want to cool if you don't still cool i'm still cool i thought that the rant that i saw on twitter i don't know which one you saw but the one i saw was very much like and y'all should be doing this because i did this and i talked to these kids and i did and it's like that was your choice right it's like yeah then then just if if that's the reason you're doing it so you can put it in other people's faces then stop right you're not doing it for the right reasons right because that doesn't seem very much about the kids at all Mm mm-mm anyway it's not too long but i had to give you the gist so the premises the beauty blogger called out was was to speak up to black issues even if you might lose readers readers you and karen both said this needs to be talked about and that could mean simply taking one post of a blog and saying i like blank insert copy here and i'm also concerned about black lives here's a link info activist writing don't hold back because you think you might lose readers because the readers that don't want to read about black stuff aren't the readers you want just like having friends that don't want to have real talks about race yeah we agree on that um mm-hmm. Lenore. um amy schumer like i said and if, you, and if you're a black person that don't want to do that i, I also understand me too but yeah you should never not be yourself especially in, in a business that you own a blog that you run come on now i cannot understand and i can't relate to people and i this happens all the time in podcasts and i'll talk to people that interview me or they'll ask me questions behind the scene and they're like right how do you uh how do you say the things you say and i'm just like because that's how i feel right so, or well how much of it is an act zero right zero well, i don't believe that some of it has to be an act and i'm just like so you're getting on the mic acting what's the point right you can act a certain way at your job 
this is the only thing you own that you control why the fuck would you want to not be yourself in this platform that you built i don't understand it amy schumer was riding her wave and ended up with a face full of sand in today's climate racial jokes are very tricky i'm half and half on her humor so i'm not calling for her head but i can understand why some are upset yeah you know what's funny those jokes are two years old correct so it's not really about her like i was been making these racial jokes on my show mm-hmm. and it finally caught up with me like she even said she don't do the jokes she no stopped more. making the jokes two right. years ago because she saw this coming right and she still got hit with it it's just what it is now this is the new era in comedy which is if you ever say anything we will find it trevor noah's tweets came up from years ago like it's just what it is now at the end of the day i don't think the comedians should take it as seriously should take it that serious because none of these people can do anything to these people at all remember cancel colbert yeah okay yeah none of these people can do anything i don't know why people get so upset about well i do know why because comedians are so egocentric and narcissistic they can't imagine a world where they're not the most important people on the earth but in general there's no fucking reason anyone should care about what the fuck a handful of people on twitter have to say about you uh i'm not seeing her or shows or going to see her movie so that's all schumer all the schumer haters will get from me and unintentional support yeah yeah that's the thing i'm gonna go see that movie lebron in there me too i think i think it's gonna be really good i had a thought about the confederate flag and how it served as an easy tag for racist i loved uh i love knowing who i didn't need to deal with even if they were and i'm not racist but white person yeah I, I i remember feeling that way too like you go to a restaurant you see the confederate flag you're like i don't want to eat here oh yeah 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 you, but um for the record that's not changing oh yeah if i see it i'm, I'm not eating at your restaurant you're that's kidding. not what i mean oh the flag came down from government a oh, government building it's still gonna be everywhere else motherfuckers can still put that flag on their restaurant and shit yes, so they can you didn't lose that ability Mm-mm. in this like i said i'm from the south we go to south carolina every once in a while you ain't losing the ability to see oh that's a racist motherfucker that that shit ain't right ain't and, I, and the thing about it the problem is like you want to wave it you got the right to wave it so when people start talking about amendment you're like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about then it's going to thing it was like hey everybody tax money pays for despite this flag is flying even people that uh died for it and you're like some of them people don't want that shit up there and you telling me we got the right to put it up there with your taxpayers money that's where you have the fucking problem yep um so yeah um i will say uh yeah i, I don't think you're gonna lose that ability um mm-hmm. i think if you roll up into a restaurant it's still gonna be up um i wanted to come down and go in the museum next to the clan hood and confederate uniform as suggested by brie newsom but i will miss the literal red flag waving above those white people that insist that they are just protecting their heritage oh they're gonna be stronger than ever now lenore uh-huh. i was riding down the street the other day i saw a yellow corvette or some shit with a with a flag big ass dixie flag on the front oh uh-huh, and i was uh uh coming back from uh meeting with you at lunch the other day i was at the stoplight you know how sometimes you pick up in your pr- in your rearview mm-hmm. mirror and i picked up in my rearview mirror and you know how you have the little tag in the front it was yeah. just uh yeah so you know you're not gonna be able to get away from it yeah that that tree that that broke my windshield dixie flag on it yeah 
okay it's not going anywhere guys it's sure like it's gonna be looking for you next time you pass it too you should be hanging from me nigger that's what it said (laughs) (laughs) i want to see how many of those people will come out with the but that we took our flag down when we move on to the next level of racial equality that's all for now keep up the good work love lenore 312 hey thanks for writing in lenore and uh the poll was did you enjoy your fourth of july 80 percent yes 20 percent no no comments episode 986 model in the cockpit <laughs> we are so clever i <laughs> uh, got a couple comments uh dave from brook david from brooklyn writes hi karen something you said in this episode got my hopes up but i checked and unfortunately it looks as if the supreme court didn't rule against the three strikes law in general it would be huge if they had instead they ruled against part of one particular law because of some vague language in it okay not because of the three strikes idea and it was a federal law that only applied to sentencing for certain federal crimes the vast majority of people in prison today have been sentenced for violating state laws california's notorious three strikes law which you mentioned is still in force i'm sorry to say oh so the ruling unfortunately won't affect very many prisoners it didn't challenge most laws that designate certain cough cough people as career criminals and gives them extra long or even life sentences if you'll allow me to editorialize for a moment those laws need to be repealed by elected state legislators who are responsible to the people they're part of why we shouldn't focus on the president or congress because a lot of crucial issues are decided at state and local level yes they are and they affect you quicker too yeah i think obama's kind of proven that we have an advocate in the biggest office in the land mm-hmm and it still ain't gonna be enough if people don't galvanize around the local offices to put pressure on them right everybody you know? won't go president solve everything no what about your local officials that's passing look and ticket tack shit that matters and would affect you quicker than any federal law ever will mm-hmm. um kyle says i laughed when fox news covered kendrick's song because when i went to see him live there was a ton of young white people in the arena all singing we gonna be all right in unison now remember young people tend to live with their parents longer than they used to so white people watch their grown-ass daughters walk out the door in booty shorts to go see kendrick and fox news just made them feel worse i have nothing else to add except obama is better than (laughs) obama is better than bill clinton and people should watch the music video for all right yeah i haven't seen it yet yeah uh i will say this um i don't know are these white people really wearing booty shorts to see kendrick is that what's going on i don't i don't know i, I can't even imagine you don't seem like that type of rapper but uh either way um you know they just seen uninformed and they were really just mad at the imagery of him standing on a cop car so right. shallow stupid shit by uh what's his name harada rivera anyway mm aj the engineer says rod and karen i'm dancing to this obama news i called that shit years ago i knew he wasn't gonna start releasing uh i knew he wasn't gonna start releasing nonviolent prisoners in his first administration or even early into his second but i kept thinking obama knows about private prisons and the police brutality and the bias against black people he'll do something eventually and show sure enough he did i love how he comes out and speaks about nonviolent prisoners and the news ate it up but most black folks knew that what what group he was referring to black people in my uncle randolph voice right oh black people 
i will forever be that person at the party who brings up obama's accomplishments years into the future and people can get mad if they want mm-hmm. he is the greatest president the country has ever had at this point in time obama is the main politician speaking about race but he does it in a way where people still listen somewhat i'm pretty much disregarding people especially black people who still want to stand on the mountaintop and criticize obama for petty shit yeah he could not like this last few weeks has been proven so many black people that were on some anti-obama shit uh just proving that they were wrong right he wasn't listening but end of the day some want something from him that it's impossible to get right and they just hold that over his head and you know that's cool that they want that shit i don't have to placate them i do not have to i don't have to acknowledge that like i i live in a world where i'm a little bit more cynical and a little bit more realistic than i am idealistic so they can live in fairy tale land where the president comes out and you know starts yelling about white people and shit and i get to live in real land where i'm like oh cool he's signing them uh he reducing them charges though mm-hmm. he getting people out of prison that shouldn't have been in there in the first place oh, though correct. that's the kind of shit i'm looking at and you get to go you know when he's changing like the way that we view housing and segregation and discrimination in housing right. which the government for years has actually enforced and increased uh-huh and he's got the first administration that's like let's make this right let's take change this let's actually reward people for integration right um yeah that's a black thing and because he didn't come out and just say black people we're gonna have people that are like well i don't see the point okay cool cool uh there's no law in this land that anyone can pass to go only black people you know even the law even the um the program he started for young black boys you know like anyway y'all y'all niggas gonna miss them i lost my job about a month ago and i applied for unemployment this is my second time the first time was back in 2010 while the economy was terrible that waiting room back in 2010 was standing room only last month there was only a few of us applying for unemployment i'm in atlanta by the way not only do we have statistical evidence that obama has improved many aspects of this country but you can see it through your own eyes if somebody hadn't noticed what obama has done since 2008 you're just lost i'm glad y'all are obama stands it makes me feel less isolated in my opinions yeah man uh i feel like you know i feel like we just gotta be cool mm-hmm. the call the poll was are you okay with george takai colin clarence thomas a clown in blackface yes it's cool with me no he has no right this poll was so fucking close <laughs> yes it was 49 percent of y'all are cool with george takai colin clarence thomas a clown in blackface 51 percent of y'all say he don't have any right i'm just saying says this one is hard for me clarence thomas is a horrible human being who is absolutely blind to the black experience in some ways because he feels like because he was able to succeed there's no institutional problems george shouldn't have said blackface because although he is a minority a minority that has faced horrible discrimination on being gay and japanese i.e family was directly affected by internment camps he doesn't have a direct connection to the black experience on the other hand clarence thomas's dissenting opinion brought in race when it mentioned the dignity of slaves despite being considered chattel i think clarence thomas brought that up because he was acting on how fox news and other outlets likes to try out their broken black black person to excuse their racism and bigotry his dissenting opinion was almost like a slight that slavery wasn't so bad because those people still had dignity and the government couldn't take that away and it's okay because a black guy is saying it and it was wrong on so many levels george shouldn't have said what he said but damn it i know what he meant 
i'm glad he apologized though it shows how he is a way better human being with empathy than a lot of other people correct he, he was just too passionate and spoke without thinking things through his ability to apologize and understand how he crossed the line is all right with me now if george and so declares thomas by calling him a blind egotistical hypocrite that is denial of the major aspects of the black experience and panders to uh that is in denial of black major aspects uh the major aspects of the black experience and panders to a conservative base that carries very li- cares very little about his racial group as well as disgusting because pubic hair ugh, then <laughs> i would have co-signed that ish i hear you i'm just saying i want you Righty Gaston said, you call, you can call him the pubic hair on coke can of America's highest court, but don't call him a clown in blackface. AJ the engineer said, this was a tough one, but I can't stand Clarence, so I'm okay with whatever slander, <laughs> whatever, with the slander that says George apologized. Somebody can call Clarence out, but it could have been done better. Having said that, Clarence does seem to wish he could wash off that black off his skin, so I don't mind some of the, comments being said about him i guess i'm petty you are petty welcome to the petty group AJ. <laughs> welcome to the petty club yeah that's how it happens you, petty, one day petty, you, petty, petty. one day you just look up and you be like why do i believe this irrational shit oh i'm being petty uh episode 987 the proof was in the pudding well we talked about bill cosby mm-hmm. andre says first the bees now the trees raw i gotta stay away from them double e words watch out for the chimpanzees <laughs> i hope not floof says rod that branch falling on your car sounds like you are a victim of a racist big old tree <laughs> the whole thing must have you stumped <laughs> yeah well i don't want to branch off into that path okay and uh those jokes were acorn knee <laughs> i like them <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm um but uh yeah man um i think it was a racist tree ratty gasson says <laughs> i i had a queer near-death experience i frequented a gay bar in spokane i mean spokane called our place picture if you will brian a dear brother unrelated to rachel dolezal spinning a remix of the song blue monday by the new order on an off night i don't even know I what that song heard. sounds right, like i never heard that song before yeah uh let me play some of that song then so we can know what it sounds like getting the mood that's how it's playing in the gay club okay yeah, this is the 80s, so you know you're going to have quite a bit of an intro. Wait, 80s? Hmm. Is that what this is? It's an old song. I feel like you made this up. Oh, I might be wrong, but somebody was saying it's the 80s, so I might okay. be wrong. You can check. Blue Monday. Blue Monday. Alright, so this shit was playing. Uh, picture of you with Brian, dear brother. Okay, so yeah, he's playing New Order. 
dancing on the empty floor i feel a sudden chill at the back of my neck i freeze the record stops mid-drum machine breakdown and the lights come on at my ankles was the bar 20 inch or so mirror ball that had just missed my head by less than a couple centimeters oh shit i would have it would have been death by a busted nut on a glittery glittery mirror ball (laughs) this was made in 1983 a super freak accident if you will not to tempt fate but if god did hate homosexuals why did it miss don't you think Mm -hmm. that it would be a great way for a vengeful god to smite a sodomite oh lord (laughs) especially if mirror balls started dropping from clear blue skies now that would make me change my ways ah, well, this song ain't even got the words to it ah. no this is a long ass techno song. beat uh sound like some shit from um fucking um what movie was that uh, that terrible movie i hate the movie with harrison ford you guys know what i'm talking about um anyway um yeah you sound like you almost died here's the thing though trees i've been thinking about it trees have a horrible history with black people okay true from our relationship ain't always been the best being used to beat us <laughs> right hanging us you know like this not like trees have ever done us a favor every time you see one of them slave movies where does the black person get caught up Red in a tree. tree trees be snitching that's all i'm saying <laughs> so you gotta watch your back with these trees man anzi davis says that should have been a third selection for the poll, Rod. Like, I always thought he did it because the poll was, okay, so now do you think Cosby did it? Uh, normally an innocent till proven guilty thinking type of person, but in the Cosby situation, he was praying women off for years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he was paying women off for years. Yes. I remember when I first heard these stories back in the early 90s, I still watched the Cosby show and his other movies with Sir Sidney Poitier without any problems because I could separate the man and the character from the, and the character he was playing. Sugar Bay says, I'm glad you're safe, Rab. And I totally get Karen's reaction. Listen, I thought I'd stay mad throughout the Southern politicians diatribe about gay marriage, but when he said the White House was lit up in abomination colors, I lost it. When did rainbow colors become so nefarious? I know, Sugar mm-hmm. Bay. Even E says, what Bill Cosby did was disgusting, but what I find even more disgusting is how people are some, are, let's see, how people are to summon the reaction to the, uh, to the news. And there are a couple groups that I'm giving the side eye to. The first group is the ones who didn't believe it happened despite 37 women with similar stories coming forward just because he's black. And then there's a group who are still caping for him, even though he said out of his mouth that he obtained pills for the purposes of having sex. Right. It boggles my mind. Whoopi is still defending this serial rapist, but I shouldn't be surprised because she defends racists on the regular. Right. She also defends the rapist on the regular. She defended um, Roman Polanski when she said, yeah, it was rape, but was it rape, rape? Right. Let's not forget that she defended Ted Danson in blackface. I haven't decided if she's just willfully ignorant or just trolling us. Even if the women knew they were being given the pills, what kind of man would want to sleep with someone who has passed out? Apparently, critical thinking isn't Whoopi's or Raven Simone's strong point. Shaking my head. Well, that's why they on the view, man. Correct. That's why they there. Yeah. Right. Rosie Perez is leaving. Why? Because she was signing way too fucking reasonable over the last year. Right. Rosie Perez was like, hey, uh, that shit he said was racist. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no we're not glossing over this bitch i understand it's you know all the moms out here watching but i'm not gonna let this dude putting his face like a monkey 
saying that he's michelle obama and me not saying that it's not racist she was like i got to get the fuck out of here as for me every time i read a news article a new article on bill Cosby, i feel like samuel jackson in the time to kill yes he did it i hope he burns in hell <laughs> uh here is the poll which i already alluded to okay so now do you think Cosby did it 94 percent of y'all say yes he definitely did it six percent of y'all are fucking brain dead idiots who say nah i'm still waiting for more proof writer chick says who the hell needs more proof <laughs> they didn't write much of that but you didn't write to the poll sugar bear says i need more proof i need to see videos of all the women who's accused him of rape i need to see when and how he drugged them all captured on tape i need all the tapes authenticated by the nsa and the fbi and the videos have better not be grainy fucking full fucking hd <laughs> kyle says people i know still don't think he did it this is worse than the r kelly denial sad face and fiaison love says why the letter y underscore i mean under case u p uh r c h oh why you port oh you porch monkeys ah! have no idea what you're talking about it's a lot of words missing oh i bet you he the one that kept voting too yeah he probably logged in several <laughs> no nah, you know what he could never log into several different things oh, he just kept voting the whole thing yeah. counted multiple times you don't realize it's just one vote uh episode 988 jaren's pants dance jenica writes rod i just wanted to let you know i got a good hearty laugh much like sister karen off that phase on love chick-fil-a joke if no one else appreciated it i did i did too it caught me off guard too anime sparkson says yo this nigga phase on is an embodiment of everything i hate about fake stay woke twitter facebook his not quite hotep ass is blaming everything on white conspiracies and bitching about how we all worry about the wrong things while shoveling more venom at black people than your average clan member also the hatred he has for women is so thick you can use it as a bridge also par for the real nigga of course for real though he probably just won't spotlight again it must be hard knowing that your only starring role was a voice in baby's kid and his most memorable world was all in of two minutes of screen time big worm and friday oh welp he can take his non-spelling ass back to parenthood Irre- hashtag irrelevant negroes hashtag by window hashtag crawl back into your funky asshole <laughs> eve says i think it's already been established that big worm is a huge piece of shit this fool was already arrested a couple times for domestic violence so it's clear he doesn't give a damn about women he well yeah i'm not surprised at that at all i'm telling you the people defending bill Cosby are not defending bill Cosby. they're uh, attacking women for having any level of agency and rights true when it comes to sexual assault right and and not to get off topic but uh me and my mom was talking yesterday and she was talking about how uh the laws used to be years ago and she was talking about how uh women would take their uh husbands to court because she was talking about her particular she had took one of her uh her i think her first husband to court and he had uh broke her shoulder mm-hmm. and it took her to court and when he took her to court the judge basically dismissed the case and told him to uh take his wife to dinner yep and i looked at, i looked at her like what she was like yeah she was like uh they didn't she say they they still don't care but they really didn't care back in the day and say a lot of women probably died because they sent a lot of women home back to their abusers Tell you, you know, buy her a $50 steak meal and, you know, make love to your wife. Yeah, the woman you just punched in the face and beat that woman? Okay. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing sexy about that. Um, 
so yeah the um yeah and i'm not surprised that yeah i'm 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 telling you the people i'll see just normal people that aren't twitter famous or they don't have any platform it's just a bunch of dudes telling you how it's a conspiracy against a black man those people are probably also have put their hands on women or raped somebody or done something terrible it's, correct they're trying to defend their rape is so prevalent in our society it's why i don't it's why i don't entertain the uh rape culture arguments over like if a comedian makes a joke or if a fucking um uh uh video game has something like i don't even entertain it because these motherfuckers ain't waiting on no permission of no video game or no comedian people are doing crazy fucked up shit to women all the time constantly whether they're amish and they don't even have fucking power right or whether they are inundated with this shit it doesn't matter to them mm-hmm. you know so you know while everybody else is fighting the arguments over like what movie partic- you know had this message in it or whether game of thrones episode was too much i'm like life is too fucking much come on and, now and when i see these arguments that's what i'm reminded it's just that there's a lot of motherfucking ramsey boltons on the internet that they don't really expose themselves until these conversations come up and then they're making 75 different excuses for why you can rape 40 women and be get away with it correct so yeah Faison loves one of these people that i'm not shocked he put his hands on women at all of course he did to me i just went of course he's an irrelevant clown okay yeah still waiting for felicia rashad to come out with an apology doubt that's happening that ain't coming it's one thing to defend a friend but she's attacking the victims and questioning their character she needs to sit on attack yeah her whole thing was like that was a private conversation should have never got out to y'all uh prince of king says as an indiana although she is in a movie felicia rashad is in a movie that's about to be coming out when she does press for that we'll see then right right because they're gonna ask her about this yeah that's a good point you know what we'll see if she does press for that movie or not yeah she might opt out yeah prince akeem says as an indiana native i'm glad jared got caught i've been hating on that skinny motherfucker for years (laughs) that's an agenda i did not know existed me either y'all think jared was slanging that child porn it's the poll man look at him of course he did that shit <laughs> or nah jared wouldn't do that are the poll options 11 percent says nah jared wouldn't do that which means 89 percent of y'all say look at him of course he did that shit she uh says it's not looking good for jared when you have all that white male privilege and the popos at your house something a little fishy i read they got a colleague first then started investigating him so we'll see that is what happened open mic marcus says man beretta did that shit <laughs> uh-huh. uh and the last episode was black horror movies well we got no comments and no comments in the poll hmm sad face should the police <laughs> should the police are taking the christian flag down from their station 100 percent? we never get 100 percent on anything ever y'all couldn't even do 100 percent um did bill cosby do it <laughs> right y'all couldn't do 100 percent if you enjoyed the fourth of july Mm-mm. like y'all couldn't do 100 percent anything and y'all said 100 percent. yes they should have taken the flag down so that's dope like christian non-christian whatever a lot of people are like yeah that's a public space take that shit down from the police station <laughs> correct everybody's tax money is going to yeah it. like you can't just tell people fuck them on that yeah south carolina was they was dragging it out as long as they could they was yeah. 1 a.m in the morning they were still talking about we don't know let's 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 put it to a vote 
all right man um let's go to the voicemails and then we'll do emails and get out of here cool here's the uh only voicemail we got this week hey right and karen this is jada um i just had a couple of comments about uh true detective uh yeah i agree with you rod i don't know what it is but this season really really isn't captivating me like last season and yeah also too um i thought it was just me but yeah i'm not really i'm not really buying Vin, uh, vince vaughn's um character i just really don't really buy into his whole like criminal mastermind character um and then also i have a theory about the the ex um, military dude um when he was leaving his girlfriend for some reason, the way that she said, um, you know, that she said, like, I can tell when you're with me. And then she just kind of looks at him, you know, and just kind of trails off. For some reason, that kind of made me feel like she was saying she could tell that he's not really into her. And so I have a theory of um, it might not even really be PTSD is why he can't, like, sleep with her and why you need Viagra it might be that maybe he's like a secretly like a self-hating you know homosexual man because if you remember when he first comes back to the um like the stakeout whatever place and he's talking with that older guy and he says you know when he went to the bank he was all upset because he said some faggot tried to come onto him or whatever and he was like you could tell he was really upset about it and the older guy just kind of looked at him like, okay, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. And then, two, they show him, he's looking out the window um, at the end, I guess, like, at his apartment. And, it's like, there might be some gay men who are, like, wearing some rainbow stuff and, like, some angels or whatever coming out of the club. And he kind of looked at them disdainfully. So, I kind of have a theory that he might also be dealing with, like, being in the closet because he's in the military or um something like that but um but i guess i'll see uh in the next show maybe they'll reveal it on but um all right guys love the show talk to you later <clears throat> thank you jada and uh let me just say you're absolutely right that's what, exactly what i think is going on as well um riggins gay dog mm-hmm he he, he. he um if he's not gay he's struggling with that shit because he had to take um he had to take viagra to to fuck his girl and you saw that girl she was fine as all the fucks and he had to go into the bathroom and pop a blue pill and wait 20 minutes while he pretended that he had to shower first i thought maybe he's cheating on her and he can't get it back up in time but nah he just i don't think he likes the touch of a woman dog you know it is what it is i ain't judging him for it but um yeah he definitely had some sexuality issues and i think that, that's what they're heading towards and then when he met his buddy from black mountain or more like broke black mountain you know what i'm saying no <laughs> i know you know what i'm saying jada uh when he met his buddy out there um and his buddy tried to like come on to him at the end of their discussion and they had that talk about how like all the secret shit happened um together and the three days that they had and he was like i don't want to talk about it and the guy was like 
um why you being ashamed of it you need to talk to somebody i talked to somebody about it so maybe they had three days where gay shit happened you know which is totally possible um and maybe he thought he wasn't gay to that point or maybe he's been gay his whole life he's in the closet but i do think that that's what's happening with him um and maybe that's one of the problem one of the reasons he has such um what you call it uh maybe that's why he has such uh denial and uh depression and all that shit uh which you know that's true you know i'm sure it'll work out but you know everybody on the story has to have some deep dark secret um i was so pissed at the opening and i'm sure a lot of people got i mean if you i don't know how you can agree with me come on man this nigga alive bro he got shot with a shotgun twice once from point blank range now i understand in the chest right once in the chest and once in like the stomach area yeah i remember seeing that when dude snuck in on him yeah, yeah. how the fuck is he alive oh that pissed me off so bad and i like the character of ray and i do like you know i think colin farrell's like killing it and basically carrying the show is the only compelling character but when you decide you're gonna kill somebody or make it seem like they're dead i'm gonna need you to do better than that because that put just feels like you did it something hmm? i said put him in a coma or something no it just not that it just makes it feel like it was for shock value and nothing else okay it didn't really move the storyline along yeah it right, would have okay. been better off if because it would have been better off if like someone they they ended the episode with the person sneaking in behind them with the shotgun <gasps> and it just came back and they didn't you know he didn't kill him or shoot him and look like he was dead because like he literally shot him twice and then ray was laying on the ground not breathing right and then the camera like head over his body made sure you showed he wasn't breathing and it was like the end so it's just a, a terrible cliffhanger um uh and uh from what i can tell casper not only died with vince vaughn's cash which he was using to buy into a land deal because apparently vinci city is gonna be like the new hollywood or some shit at some point so not only did he die with i think 10 million of his dollars um he wants to buy back into the same deal that casper was supposed to get him into that like where he lost all his money and now the new the guy is telling him the buy-in is seven million now which i think people are looking at it like oh casper was ripping him off for three million dollars he was gonna buy seven million dollars of shit and keep three million for himself i don't think that's what happened i think he basically told vince vaughn like yeah um you or maybe that is how it happened but either way vince vaughn would love to buy in for 10 million dollars still because to him it's an investment the more he can put in now the bigger the reward on the pay on the end he wants to put in 10 million dollars but he don't have the money anymore and he's trying to look for a way to get the money up or get the money back before the deal goes down so he can play play into it um meanwhile another one of his men died and they don't know necessarily who did it He's thinking this Russian dude might have did it that he's trying to make this deal with, but the Russian dude just went out of town. Let me tell you something. Vince Vaughn is terrible in this. I'm sorry. I've been trying ah, to fight it. He can't act. He's horrible in it. He's only the second most horrible actor in it, in my opinion, as far as casting and ability. But there's so many scenes where he can't tarry the gravitas of what's happening. 
and he doesn't have any level of intimidation about him as a six five motherfucker he's not intimidating which i don't know how you pull that off but he does there's nothing scary about vince vaughn in this role like they're gonna have to show him like eating someone's intestines before i'm like okay i guess he's crazy <laughs> you know and the, and the script keeps calling for shit to that he's supposed to be doing that's crazy like oh i know you're making them crazy eyes at me but i ain't scared and i'm like but they cut through his face you're like he ain't making crazy eyes you know and you know what i'm thinking and this sounds crazy and maybe people agree with me that watching the show if you haven't stopped it yet if they had cast um nick cage for russ for um for vince vaughn's character i think the series goes off without a hitch nick Mm. cage could carry the gravitas and the overacting and the crazy like the buttoned up crazy and the crazy crazy because that's what he does right he would have carried this so much better i don't think he was busy you know i feel like they could have got him of course he wasn't but i was trying to think of an actor that maybe could use a hit on hbo that wasn't above doing a show like this and i was just wondering like i wonder if nick cage could have done it because he would be so much better as the slightly in his head crazy guy who's desperate he just plays that role very well anyway Vince Ryan's fucking terrible and it's taking me out of the show and I really don't care about his life he was supposed to be trying to do and there's a lot of like everybody's penis don't work Riggins needs ah yeah it, it, everybody's penis don't work Riggins needs blue pills to fuck his girl um who they broke up with like, he broke up with her last week um then um fucking vince bonds trying to get his girl pregnant his wife pregnant he has to submit a semen specimen so that it can be tested or whatever be inseminate artificially inseminated right well she was sucking his dick to help him get the you know to come in this cup and he was being a bitch about that and i was like what white privilege is that you don't even have to jack off into the cup looking at movies you just need she gonna help you do it and you're sitting up here going this is some bullshit so yeah that that whole shit i don't care about um rachel mcadams is the number one worst actress in here she's just oh, that lady she's bad she's casted so horrible and every time they try to make her come off like a tough girl like a tomboy she just looks like she's faking it there's nothing tomboy about her the haircut is horrible but it doesn't like i think they thought that the haircut would be enough to give pathos to the character where we would be like look at that butch ass girl like she's not and i understand she's supposed to be some type of weird ass sexual deviant but it ain't coming across dog i don't believe she would do anything to anybody that is in any way sexually prerogative it's so fucking terrible um and i she's supposed to be like you know she carries knives on her because you know i'm a really butch female detective but if a man runs up on me i cut his dick off type thing it just no there's no there's nothing there so it's terrible and um what else happened that i felt like talking about um oh ray went and read with his dad his dad is a cop who's old and white and kind of racist uh was an lapd officer i enjoyed those scenes the scenes with ray are all great Vince Vaughn uh is terrible. Rachel McAdams is terrible. Uh my man um Tim Riggins is, you know, Tyler Kish is decent, but not he hasn't really had a lot to work with. But um the shit with Rachel McAdams is horrendous. Um but uh everything with Colin Farrell is great, which is why they shouldn't have made him the person that got shot. Cause I, he's the only one worth fucking watching. 
um also it looked like riggins the, the other the fat sloppy detective somehow got pictures uh he's telling riggins for some reason he's telling um paul is his name on the show he's telling paul and he took pictures of him and the dude having that confrontation about being gay uh so who knows what's gonna come of that right um all the brass in the organizations are turning the detectives against each other like the state wants to make a case about vinci and corruption vinci people are just trying to keep the state off of their ass so they can make this land deal and everybody can get rich um uh the local pd are trying to come into the case and whatnot like it's just a bunch of shit like that going on too but uh i don't know man i'm like i'm one foot out the door in the series but i know it's short so it'll be over in like three or four more weeks or five weeks okay, or whatever how long is the series seven five seven to eight episodes okay. at the most right which is so i might just stick with it because whatever the maybe right amount maybe of time you, yeah you think the last series just had better acting yeah these guys are terrible they, okay but the thing was both of the actors from last series needed a hit you know matthew mcconaughey and part of the mcconaughey shout out to jay Van. uh he needed that hit and um woody harrelson's just a constantly great actor he just hasn't really had a vehicle to be a good actor in in a long time <gasps> and the pathos and the directing was great justin lynn who i think is a good writer uh and does some fun movies uh like uh he did all the um fast and furious stuff and i like i like him but let's be honest dog this ain't your strong suit so it's just not good man um and even if it is good it's like the acting is so bad it takes you out yeah it's just not good okay um the mayor's house is uh they went to the mayor's house it was dirty as fuck uh they had and it, like this this scene epitomized how bad the show is the mayor had like i think it's either his son or some dude staying there and when he came down he had this really bad ebonics accent you know like put y'all all up in my stuff for you know like that kind of shit and i was like okay is they trying to make fun of like chet hanks and people that are raised in the rich bel-air type mansions that try to pretend to be black and then they called him on it and he was like yeah my accent is bullshit i just you know i just put it on for show blah blah and i was like no one would, <laughs> like no one would tell you that right away like you don't even earn that you know so yeah that was terrible man um yeah i did notice that gina was uncomfortable with his nudity thought told him to throw on some clothes so i guess that's supposed to be a thing for her she's some sexual deviant that's keeping all her shit locked up but eventually she gonna fuck ray or somebody or paul and it's gonna be the freakiest sex of their lives i guess i don't know yeah gonna break the records yeah um they went by uh a filming of a movie that they're doing out there and figured out that um part of the land deal is to deal with that and part of the money casper was involved in partying over there with the hollywood big shots and getting prostitutes to come through so it's like a whole like they're gonna follow this prostitution thing i think right into the middle of this land deal trying to figure out who killed casper um so yeah anyway man it's not good i'm done let's go ahead and talk about um, one more um, thing oh yeah mm-hmm. you said you don't cover the article what article we was written on and somebody was oh yeah yeah um 
yeah let me i don't know if i have it up i'm gonna say i hold on i think i do i should you do yeah all right yeah shoot it to me on twitter and i'll i'll read it because i think i might have accidentally not saved it uh but yeah we got written about on uh buzzfeed so i'll definitely read it karen you shoot it to me on twitter let me know when that's done i should um oh here it is okay yeah shoot it to me on twitter and uh i'll add it out let's do the emails first better late than never by uh reve aka vay been tripping tbgwt what's good karen and rod i stumbled across the show around episode 690 looking for popular black comedy podcasts the tbgwt was the only one ranked at the top after just a few episodes that cult had entrapped me with all of his glory i love the show and listen daily and try to catch the live shows when possible the discussions about being black in america and all the things ratchet and everything in between are priceless the segments are my favorite part even effing with black people because well somebody has to talk about it the guests only add to the brilliance of the show each and every time the podcast has even put me up in on game with other podcasts if it hasn't been nominated yet i would like to see the tippy award for rod for moment of the year go to rods 10 minute turn up on this is wakanda i just recently became a premium member and will be catching up on the premium content as well as starting from the very beginning on the main show p.s if boone already had claimed the title i wanted to become the official cheese head of the show i'm from milwaukee and yes it's plenty of niggas in wisconsin <laughs> finally i just want yeah you can have that i don't think anybody has that one finally i just wanted to say how much i love the show and hope to see you guys in soon in the chat reve aka vaping tripping thank you thank you appreciate you uh let's see who else we got a couple more jamel writes in generic feedback shaking my damn head i just now caught myself saying damn i really need some balls deep in my life ew <laughs> i'm glad no one was around when i said that the official the unofficial it guy of the blackout tips sky jammer that's what we do to you man next thing you know you need rod and justin going balls deep right my boys are hotels by markets greetings karen and rod first off love the show love y'all in the show you guys provide the best podcast available in my opinion i appreciate all you do this email is brought to you by pain and disappointment Uh oh see this week i was it was brought to my attention that some of my lifelong friends of mine are some rape apologists oh mm-hmm. might be rapists i was in a group text this week where some friends i've known forever took the position that bill Cosby's legacy is being destroyed by some money hungry women when i dared contest that stance i was giving a bunch of hotel logic saying i was doing a white man's work I- that Mm-hmm. i have a question yes okay maybe this might be ignorant right but i'm asking anyway what the fuck is a hotel uh hotels are like you remember when we were in college and them niggas that used to sell incense and shit yes the, the, some of them are five percenters but yes yeah um it's like they do a lot of they practice not practice they talk a lot about respectability politics and shit but it's normally the massage to disguise misogyny and homophobia and things of that nature okay you know it ain't really that deep you know they use that whole kings and queens type talking and uh they they create these memes that are like ray rice y'all you know y'all care more about ray rice but meanwhile nafta was being agreed to you're like what the fuck i can care about both of those things stupid is your brain the only one that works in where you can think about the duality right um you know um 
yeah so it you know they're against but they're against anything involving black women feminism uh female empowerment they're for pro like cheating on women um you know anti uh anti-gay rights all this shit uh urban dictionary defines hotep nigga uh as a black person (laughs) a black person who knows nothing about black history outside of ancient egypt hotep niggas will attribute anything and everything to egypt while ignoring the rest of africa and the far east the majority of hotep niggas have no sincere interest in black history as they are only looking for alternative to monotheistic religion hotep niggas will also end every sentence with hotep (laughs) hotep nigga christ was a fictional character created by the white man to enslave you hotep uh hebrew israelite according to roman historian flavius joseph is christ was a man of simple appearance mature age dark skin small stature three cubits high hunchback with a long face long nose and meeting eyebrows so that they who see him might be affrighted with scanty hair with a parting in the middle of his head after the manner of the nazarites uh with an undeveloped beard he existed and was a black and was black man hotep nigga lies that's the white man's book white man white man white man my at hotel so yeah um i'm yeah. glad you educated me because i because i've been seeing it and some people oh some people in the chat room i was like what the fuck is a hotel yeah but it's mostly like i would say not even those like that definition is a little off because now people mostly use it to refer to people that are like the white man got y'all brothers out here fighting against you know cosby when the real oh, problem Lord. is they shot up a, uh, 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 they shot up that church you know that, those people you know the ones that's always like black women are the problem you know those guys okay yeah so uh anyway um so he says uh uh they said i was doing the white man's work that what cosby did was no different than anyone who drinks or smokes with a chick that even if he did do what he was accused of rape it doesn't take away from the work he did for the community and i'd better never tell anyone i attended the hbcu what you guys have discussed this phenomenon on the show a lot recently but i never figured some dudes like that existed in my inner circle right it really is depressing these dudes have good jobs wives daughters and mothers and they still are out there pitching this bullshit on behalf of a serial rapist on the strength of him having had a tv show they watched as a kid it's disheartening uh y'all i know you have been to hell and back on this topic but i wanted to share this with you anyways just because i know your show is a safe place where bullshit is not tolerated anyways thanks for the outlet you guys be well thank you sweetie yeah thanks marcus a lot of dudes uh hide in that realm and they think because they're with their boys and there's no quote-unquote vaginas here nobody can challenge them and you know because most dudes honestly don't challenge other dudes and they fucked up opinion about women and children and child supported beating them and raping them and all that shit and if you stand up it's i feel i don't say feel bad but it's like all of a sudden your challenge your manhood challenge you know why the fuck you care about a woman dog because i love them they're a part of me and for some reason you're the oddball it's almost like men that stand up for women other dudes look at you like something wrong with you and you're like why is there something wrong with me defending somebody mm-hmm. uh so yeah um uh, also we got written about on buzzfeed they wrote the 35 hidden podcast you really should be listening to 
um and we were number six which you know that's Woo-hoo! what's up um and we were after our keith and the girl which friends of the show you know mm-hmm. uh big fans of keith and the girl um me too i'll put the link in the chat and i'll make sure to add it on the show notes so you guys can see what we're talking about here um let me put it in here there you guys go it's in the chat now i think somebody else told us i didn't know well uh the person who told us was the person who recommended it okay Heroja shive who you might know as i think musings of shive on uh twitter mm-hmm. the black guy with tips suggested by Heroja shive on facebook rod and karen a married couple i've been doing this podcast for a while and have attracted a dedicated following rob and karen are two of the funniest podcast hosts out there quote unquote Heroja shive said which uh is funny because um they said rob not uh rod uh and i think that was an inside joke always keep, <laughs> always keeping it real covering current events and celebrity pratfalls um so yeah thank you very much um thank you you know we appreciate it um and there's a ton of podcasts on here that you made a list y'all i haven't got to uh see and you know love making these lists and stuff mm-hmm. um like i said not the beginning not the end of the world if we don't not the not the greatest thing if we do but you know i always like take time out to celebrate being recognized because uh you're not always out there you know so thank you um to let's see who wrote this uh scott bryan uh buzzfeed entertainer for the uk so thank you uh entertainment editor i'm sorry for the uk thank you for writing about us uh all right guys we're out of here like i said we within the next i don't know 48 hours we should have a couple reviews up for um dope and terminator genesis um hopefully you guys will uh be around we're gonna try to do them live via spreecast so if you're a premium member should get an email and you should be able to like listen to us doing might do that tonight or maybe tomorrow you know but we'll do them soon is my point uh until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.